Hi, friends. I'm on my bullshit today. You got your smoke ready? You got your drink? Whatever your drink is, you welcome here. You feel me? I got my uh, money bag yo playing in the background because where your money bag at yo, you know? Uh, my Snap fam already knows what the fuck this is about because we're going to just dive into some shit that I don't know why. Maybe it just wasn't the right time yet, but I haven't really touched on it. Um, but we're going to touch on it tonight. Like it's something that a lot of you guys ask me to talk about. It's something that, um, honestly has been requested more times than I can count. So it's like tonight it's like, fuck it. We're going there. Where is your drink? I'm drinking that Hennessy. Sorry, guys. I'm hyper. I just got off work literally three minutes ago. Sip something. Yes, that Henny hitting right, honey. Okay, I have all my tings ready. I'm ready for all the tings that's about to come out my mouth. Hopefully you guys are too. I mean, can you ever be ready for what's really coming out of my mouth? Let's be honest. Because I don't think so. <laughs> I don't even be knowing what's about to come out of my mouth. So dating in 2022 is like, what? Like, what the fuck is this place? You know what I mean? Like, for us people who remember dating before this era... It definitely was a lot different. I think the goals were different. I think the intentions were different. Main thing is I think the women were different. First thing I should say is this is not the um, dating podcast for the city girls. Maybe the hot girls, like the original hot girls, like the little Wayne hot girls, you know, that that that's the hot girls i mean city girls exit please unless you're trying to learn something then stay around boo um fair warning though you might get your feelings hurt this is more structured around the men today like men i'm gonna talk to you let's holler at each other because i think we need to get some shit cleared up okay um, and this is for the men who like to date like real women, high value women, women who, you know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I think that sums it up. Real high value women is what we're talking on today. Um, the hot girls from the 90s. That's the ones we're talking about today. If that's the type of dating that you're into, if that's the kind of women that you're into and you're kind of like, what the fuck? Like, where's the disconnect? What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Like, let's get into it because I've just, I'm dating, obviously. I've been divorced. I've been single pretty much three years um, and I've been dating and there's been a lot that I have recognized. I'm brutally honest, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> and I mean, I'm very, 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 um, 
um, what's the word? Um, observant. I really like to notice patterns and things and I catch things and I like to put them together. And so I've just kind of noticed a trend in the men. And I want to talk about it. Let's reset. Let's sip something and kind of let a little music play. Light something if you want to. Really feel in this uh, song right here recently. Like, let's just vibe out for a second. Don't break my heart. Tell me beautiful lies. I wanna believe you when you say that you always love me that way. Tell me beautiful lies. Hey, get a man Light something, y'all, because we're about to get deep. So get in the fucking zone. Hey, you're telling me beautiful lines. Don't you break my heart. All right. Honestly, I didn't even plan that, guys, but it honestly, first thing on my list. It's something that, um, honestly, this podcast is going to be very, like, in your face. I'm talking loud because I'm excited. Um, But I want this to be, honestly, what me and my girls sit down and talk about when we go out to dinner and we're talking about men dating, all that. That's kind of how this conversation is going to flow. I'm going to let you in on our mind when we're sitting at that table comfortable together and just keeping it fucking real and transparent. Transparency is my favorite thing. Because if you can't be transparent with your friends, your boyfriend, your family, your work, whatever the fuck, like it's let it go. Be you. 100%. Light something. Sip something. Light something. Anyways, number one on my list. Like, are you guys... I know you guys aren't going to take notes because men don't take notes. But, like, this is when you should start listening. Honestly. Number one, guys. Be honest. I don't think that men understand how much women value a man that can be brutally honest. I hear men so often say, women, y'all can't handle the truth. Y'all can't handle the truth. Y'all can't handle the truth. Honey, I hope you're sitting down. I broke this down for a male friend last week. I'm going to break it down for you. It's not that women can't handle the truth. Men can't handle the repercussions of them telling the truth. Let me break that down a little bit further for you. You come to me and you tell me an honest truth. Once you present me with that honest truth, you have allowed me to make an honest 
decision. You allow me the freedom and the respect for me to decide at that point, do I want to be involved with this or not? Do I want to forgive this or not? Do I have the capacity to move past this or don't I? And eight times out of 10, you're going to get an honest truth in return that you can't handle, boo-boo. Because a high-value woman, a real woman, there's going to be a lot of shit that she's not going to put up with. And if you're still at a point in your life where you can't be 100% honest, you should not be trying to approach a real high-value woman. You should stay in the um, hot girl pool. Or I'm sorry, the city girl pool. Stay over there. Because they'll like put up with all that bullshit. Let me tell you what you get though when you're brutally honest. When you're transparent. Say you know that you can't be monogamous. What makes you think that the woman you're talking to wouldn't be open to some type of agreement. Many women right now have a clear understanding that men can use their dick completely separate from their heart and their emotions. Many women have an understanding at this point in time that men can have sexual relationships with someone and not at all be emotionally invested. There are plenty of women that would be able to come to an agreement with you if you were to be able to come to them, be honest and be bold about something that you really want to be presented. Why hide? Like if you want to date multiple women, there's a woman out there for you that's down with that. So why waste the time of a woman who's not down with that? Why waste her time? Why not be bold and upfront from day one about what it is that you want and see if they are down for those same things? Maybe they might even be willing to consider them. You would be amazing what women are down to do when you just ask them and when they like you and when they feel safe with you and when they trust you. Women will do a lot for a man that they can feel secure with, that they feel protected by. That's the main thing you guys are missing in all of that. The other thing I see missing in a major way is a bold confidence. I remember men being like very bold when they approach you and not disrespectful, but just confident in what it was that they brought to the table. So why wouldn't you want to go to dinner with them? Why would you reject them? Like they're, they're a catch. Where is that confidence? Where's that boldness? Where's that like, yo, you want to be my girl. Duh. Convince us that you're that nigga. You know what I mean? Like what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, you guys, like, you don't have no real, real swag or something. Like, you guys are scary a little bit. 
You're intimidated by these women coming to the table with all this stuff to offer. Like, it makes it appear as if you're intimidated, I should say. Like, you guys will want... Like, one thing that drives me fucking nuts is why do you got... Like, you know what you need to stop doing? Texting us every fucking day. Hey. WJD. WYD. Good morning. That shit is so fucking boring. It is so fucking predictable. It's so fucking bland. Like, I... I don't even want to talk to you anymore after a while. Like, you don't even have shit to talk about. You could text things like, what'd you have for lunch? Um, what's your plans for tonight? Um, try to remember something about the damn girl. What's her best friend's name? What's her sister's name? What's her normal daily routine? Right? Text her and say, hey, how's the gym? Um, was the kids pick up smooth? Um, did you go grocery shopping like you were supposed to? Did you call the insurance company? I know you said you got in a car crash. You need to get your car fixed. Like, can you add some kind of substance? Like you guys are fucking boring as fuck. Literally, you guys are so fucking boring. You don't have shit to talk about. Like, I literally wrote the shit down. This is how many points I wanted to make in this video. Because I, in this video, <laughs> in this podcast, because I've literally dead ass been asked to do it so much that when I finally decided to do it, I wanted to make sure I hit these points that me and my girls, this is real life conversations we are having together at the bar. We are agreeing on these things. We're talking women that own businesses, women that have degrees, women that save lives, like real life important women on their shit doing their motherfucking thing. Who can survive without a man, but wants a man, who values a man, but can't seem to find a connection with one because of these common things that I'm going to go continue to go through in this podcast. The next thing, guys, like, okay, I'm going to try to keep it in order because, I mean, yeah. Now, if you get to the point where you're going to take this girl out or you asked her to and she's agreed to hang out, spend time with you, the least you can do is fucking plan something. That's the fucking least you can do is plan something like don't ask her. So where you want to eat? Where you want to go? Let me help you out, guys. Pick three spots. We live in the world of social media. You can go look at this girl's social media page. Look at where she's checked in. Where has she ate in the past few months? That will give you an idea of at least probably what type of food that she likes. That will give you an idea of what type of dining does she do. Is she more of a cafe girl? Is she a coffee girl? Or is she a fine dining girl? You can probably tell that just by her pictures. But I mean, if you want to take 10 minutes to invest into this girl and see what it is she actually likes... 
there's an idea for you. Go see where she checked in already. Go see where her and her girlfriends go hang out. Guess what? Taking five to 10 minutes to do that does not make you a stalker. It shows interest. No one has to know that you did that. And when you go text her and you're like, awesome, I'm so excited to hang out with you. Where would you like to eat? Do you want to go to this place, this place, or this place? Or was there somewhere you had in mind? I guarantee you she's going to be smiling so fucking big on the other end of that phone because she's going to be like, damn, he actually wants to take me somewhere. He actually put some thought into this. He gave me options. And I guarantee you she's going to reply with exactly where she wants to go. And honestly, if she says, you know what, you pick, I don't really know. She means that. That means she likes all three options and she might want to just see which one might be your favorite. Maybe she wants to try to get to know you through your plan. You guys, it's really not that hard, but you guys literally put in no fucking effort. Now, when you get to the point where you have planned this date, you guys are going to meet up. Ask her about transportation. Honestly, most girls are probably going to want to drive themselves there because they feel more comfortable like that. But if they know you, they might want you to pick them up. So clarify. Would you like me to pick you up? Do you want to meet there? If she wants to meet there, send her the exact address. Just to communicate and make sure you guys are on the same page. Okay? That's called leadership. That's called being protective, wanting to make sure that this person got gets to the destination safely and to the correct destination. Be on time or Oh my God, be early so that when she shows up, you can walk outside and walk her in or you, you can already be there. She feels like a priority, like she's important, like you were looking forward to that and you planned for that. And if you are running late and running late, I literally mean if you're going to be exactly on time. You should text her and say you're running five to 10 minutes late. You just should. So she knows. She might be running late. She might be rushing. Girls are always rushing. We're always running late. That'll make her relax. Give her a minute to breathe in her car. Honestly, she'll love it. She'll appreciate it. When you get to this date, when you greet this woman... Can you fucking smell good? Can you have some fucking cologne on? Can you um, smell like you took a shower? Like, can you go take a shower before you meet her? Like, what the fuck is wrong with your guys' hygiene? I remember when I was in high school, like, all the guys smelled good. Like, everyone kind of smelled good. Like, that was just, like, a thing. You guys will walk around smelling like fucking motor oil or just straight ash and you're okay with that. 
You will go to meet a girl for a date and you're ashy as fuck. Shirt wrinkly. Outfit looks a mess. Shoes dirty. No, present yourself nice. I guarantee you she put in effort. You should definitely be putting in effort too. And if you can't put in the effort, just don't even ask her to go. Like, please don't. Please don't. Here's a small list of what you should do if you have a date. You should shower. You should smell good. Your car should be clean. You should get a haircut. Wear some cologne. And for the love of God, have something to fucking talk about. Something to fucking talk about. Again, go look on her page. See what she's posted. Has she posted any current events? What kind of jokes has she posted? What kind of sense of humor does she have? Does she have siblings, friends, kids, aunties? There's a lot you can find out about a person by looking at their social media. A lot. Not only that, though, be ready to listen to the responses she has while still controlling the conversation. You don't have to let her go on and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Feel free to cut her off and redirect. Be a man. Lead. Lead. Another place you guys have a continuation plan. Like, if you go have dinner with this girl and things are going good and you guys are vibing and things are cool, like, already have in your mind before you get there where else you guys could possibly go after that. Because if the vibe is right, both of you guys are still going to want to chill. Are you going to go to a bar? Are you going to have your place set up for you guys to go chill? That might be the vibe, right? Anywhere but her place. You should not suggest going back to her place. Not when you guys are initially hooking up. Not until you're invited there. Especially if she asks to meet you there and you not pick her up at her house. That's a clear indication that she's not ready for you to know where she lives. Is there a favorite bar you like to go to? Is there a bar your town's known for? Is there a bar close to where you guys ate where you can continue the vibe, the conversation? She's going to appreciate that leadership. She's going to appreciate that planning. She's going to literally tell her friends, like, girl, you already had somewhere else for us to go. It was just so relaxing. I didn't even have to think about anything. He sent me that address. Like, everything just went so smooth. Oh, my God, girl, he smelled so good. He actually had some shit to talk about. Do I even have to say it? I do. I know I do because I told y'all I've been dating. I've been experiencing this shit. Have a fucking playlist. I know when I was in high school, like, every time I went on a date with a guy, he had a certain CD he was putting in the car. Like, have a playlist ready that sets the vibe. 
whatever vibe it is, like break it up a little, couple slow songs, couple, you know, trendy songs that are out right now, like old school songs. Like that's a great way to get to know somebody is like what song gets them to like singing along, gets them to their head bopping. Because come on, that next destination you go, she might be hopping in your car. She might not want to drive at that point. Be ready to set the vibe regardless. That's why your car should be clean. It should smell good in your car. Like, you know, like girls like that shit. That type of shit gets you pussy, to be honest with you. It's the little shit. Because that makes her feel comfortable. It's all about making her feel comfortable. The more comfortable you make a woman feel, the more inviting she's going to be towards you. Um, a few things that you should have at your bachelor pad at all times, right? Like the things that girls are going to look at the most, I should say. Girls are going to expect, number one, for there to possibly be, like, some kind of mess. Like, you don't have to be perfect. But your bathroom should be clean. Like, she should feel comfortable in your bathroom. Your toilet should be clean. Your shower should be somewhat clean. Like, it doesn't hurt to have some kind of, like feminine hygiene products you never know what can go down and for the real men out there some of y'all can fuck us to where we start our period just keeping it real and y'all know that shit too so i mean that can be a red flag for some girls but like you kind of having it in the back of the bathroom and there's not anything else to kind of go with that or to match up with that it can honestly come off as sweet my brothers, they have sisters, so they always kind of play it off as that. Like, I have it there in the case my sisters are over. That's always a win. Super fucking sweet. Um, I mean, you should have things that make you seem grown up. So you should have drinks in your refrigerator, at least a couple snacks, you know, like after sex snacks, let's say, right? Like... Can you make a sandwich? Like, do you have drinks, beverages? Do you have some Cheez-Its, some chips, like some little Debbie snacks? Like something that shows you're a grown-up, you live there and you actually grocery shop. That's always great. Um, candles are always a win. Girls love candles. They love guys that like candles. Just kind of sets the mood, does all that good shit. Um... Now, another question that I get all the fucking time is, uh, why do girls like thugs? Why? Let's take a little sip break. A little sip and music break, because I like this song. Like, put it on me, because you're mine still. We all got one of these, right? And I don't wanna go unless you make me Pretty face, pretty tender But pretty taught me ugly lessons Pretty at me giving more than I was getting So pretty don't come with something more than I did it Shame and tell my friends how much I do for you hey. Cause they know that you will never do the same for me I wasn't looking for your secrets They just came to me And they contradicted everything you claim to be I 
When I know I used to fuck, so I never get up. All right, y'all. Why do girls like thugs? It's not that necessarily girls like thugs. They like the what they bring to the table. They're typically going to be very much an alpha male. What's an alpha male? Alpha males are manly men. Most thugs that, and I hate using the word thugs, but street nigga, whatever you want to call them, they're going to come and they're going to be leaders already. They've been fending for themselves their whole fucking life most of the time. That's what led them to the lifestyle that they have. They're not depending on a woman for shit. Like, they come to the table ready to fucking hustle. Like, they come already with the nature to protect. They come ready to, like, make sure their girl's good. They're always going to make sure you're straight. They take charge in situations. Um, they That's just what they do. Um, they're going to tell you, like, meet me here at this time. Do this at this. Do this at this. And women love leadership. Women love men that can protect them, that they feel safe with, that they feel taken care of with. The other thing that comes with thugs, street niggas, is the spontaneity of it all. They're very spontaneous. Not even that they do it on purpose. It's typically because of their lifestyle. But they're the ones that are going to call you at 8 o'clock and say, get dressed. I'm on my way. We're going to go eat. Um, Let's go. We're going to go out of town. Like, book a flight. Um, Here's money for your nails. Here's this. Like, are you good? Do you need food? They're always checking on you. It's just in their nature. And so that's why women tend to gravitate towards that kind of man. Because even though... Um, the world categorizes them as like this villain player, da 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 da. They are typically gonna be very honest, they're gonna be loyal, they're gonna be protective, like I said, they're gonna be providers, and that's why women gravitate towards them. Um, it does come with certain downfalls, you know what I mean, but. What most men who are not those kind of men, what they don't realize is that the street nigga, the thug, they're typically going to be very honest with their girl. So when you see and you're like, oh, they cheat on their girl, they this, they that. The difference between those type of men and other men is that when their girl confronts them, typically they're going to admit what the fuck they did. Um, or they're going to tell their girls some shit before that even goes down. They're going to make sure their girl's in the loop. That's honestly the only difference between um, why that kind of shit flies. Because back to what I was saying earlier, you never know what a girl is willing to deal with unless you ask her and you're transparent and you're honest with her. And so a lot of those thug street nigga types are going to be very transparent with their girl and let them know like, yo, this is what the fuck it is. Even if they don't say it outright, they're going to hint towards what's going on and they're going to give them the choice to deal with it or not. And most of the time, they're going to give so much value to that woman's life. They're going to provide so much for that woman that they see past that one transgression. They see past that temptation. They see past that weakness because they give them so much life.
And that's just keeping it real. If you guys really want to know what it is, that's what it is. I think that thugs, they really understand and value different shit in a different way. I think that corporate men tend to value their jobs and their connections and more. Street niggas tend to value their family and their kids more because at the end of the day, that's what has their back. That's what they do it for. That's what they depend on. And I feel like it's the opposite for other men. So they tend to allow their focus to be drawn towards work, towards earning money, towards impressing their boss, towards doing these types of things because that job is their lifeline and they have to do what they need to do to keep it. And I understand that, but it a lot of times means that their their wife, their family, their kids, they take the back burner to that job um, where street niggas really are entrepreneurs and they work their own schedule and they know that without their backbone, without their girl, without their kids, without their mom, without their sister, without their niggas, like they know that they won't be able to do what they do on a daily basis. They won't be able to provide for their family. Even their side bitch a lot of time provides some type of service to the whole. She might be the the girl who works at FedEx, so she gets the packs off. She might, you know what I mean, run a daycare and, you know, gives him X amount of money per month. And that money might be coming to you. You know, um, usually the people in a thug's life is going to be beneficial to the whole is what I'm saying. So that's why a lot of times girls even hurt are able to look past it because there's a lot of benefits they get out of that situation. And it's not just money and dick and what the stereotypical things that people assume a lot of times these thugs believe in their girl more than they ever believed in themselves. They bring out a hustle in them that they never were able to like tap into. They pull out entrepreneurship in this woman that she never saw possible. They have investment opportunities for her that she never saw possible. And so they bring so much more to the table. Um, and my personal experience, I've never felt more encouraged, more loved, and more uplifted than I am in the presence of my niggas, to be honest with you. So they definitely bring a value. And I think that a lot of men could learn from the value that they bring to the women's lives. It's not that these women are stupid. Um, maybe blinded by an intense amount of attention and love and affirmations. Um, I have experienced that most of the guys that I deal with that would be considered quote unquote street niggas, um, they feed into my soul a lot. Um, they encourage me a lot. The things that I think the average man take advantage of, they don't. Like um, your business smarts, they love that. They love like the things you're able to teach them. They like the way you talk. They like your intellect. They like the way you're able to put things together. They like how you run your household. They like what kind of mother you are. 
Um, they really, in a way, idolize those things about you and they teach you how to appreciate those things about yourself. And um, I think all women want that out of their man. They want honesty. They want transparency. They don't expect perfection, but they expect to be valued. And I think a lot of men need to get back to valuing your woman and realizing that what you pour into her, she will only give back to you tenfold. Um, I saw someone, it was a male, and he was saying that anything you give a woman, she multiplies. And he was saying how you give her a sperm, she gives you a baby. You give her a house, she gives you a home. Like, there's just certain things that when you when you invest in a woman, she's always going to give it her all. She's always going to make sure that you reap more than what you sowed into her. And men, that's the missing link right now. Women need you. Women need you to step back into that leadership role. Women need you to start being honest. Women need you to start being planners. Women need you to get back to the basics of what a man is. And at the end of the day, a man is a protector. A man is a provider. And that's not all. Like, I feel like you guys are like, well, that's all we do. That's a lot. That protection, that provision, you know, that ability to provide certain lifestyle, that changes, that keeps generations going. The thing about a woman is she's going to give you her all regardless. But the more you value her, the more you're going to get out of her. The more you show interest in her, the more interest she'll show in you. So it's just really getting back to a time where everyone needs to really just stop trying to be cool. And just be vulnerable, be transparent, be who you are. And if who you are right now isn't attracting what you want, then change who the fuck you are. Real shit. All right, y'all. That's all I got for you today. Bye, friends.